Welcome to Real Estate First Technology, where you'll get the inside scoop from top producing real estate professionals all around the country, best practices, techniques, and learn about what technology they're using to drive to ensure their success in this world we call real estate. Welcome everyone, I'm Norman Kinsey. You're with us here on Real Estate First Technology where you get the inside scoop about top producing and top performing real estate agents and what they're doing today to grow, scale, automate their business. Today we have the one, the only fast agent, Kenny Tron. He's in San Francisco, he's over in, close to San Francisco. He's in Oakland and uh, if you've ever seen the bus signs, they're all over the place. And if you've ever checked out his uh, Insta story on Instagram, you literally can like watch his day in the life, what he's doing. It's kind of like a blog almost, uh, you know, Kenny. And, and welcome to today's show. We have the co-host too, August, with us as well. How's it going? Awesome, awesome. So let's go ahead and get into it. So today we want to find out a little bit more of your backstory, how you got started, how long you've been in the business, um, and some of the tools and things that you're doing to grow, scale, and automate your business, Kenny. So for today, starting off with, um, we know that you're in Oakland. How long have you been in the business and what made you get into the business? Um, been licensed for about 10 years now and, but actively selling for about eight and a half years, kind of fell into real estate randomly. I was working a lot of different gigs, uh, from, I found on Craigslist. One of them, one of them was for this third party company that worked directly with auction.com. So I would actually go into my local Marriott hotel to pick up pallets of signs, those big yellow, blue or green auction for foreclosure signs. Yeah. Uh, to my house and the agents would come and pick them up but then um randomly some people would knock on my door just out of courtesy and then um, i connected with this uh really cool dude named sunday peters uh big nigerian burger guy super funny his broker was called sunday peters broker i okay. talked to him on friday and actually just started doing assistant work that following monday um and it was like just that quick and then i did like bpos Lot box installation, sign installations, pretty much all the the grunt work. But it was cool. It was a good glimpse of it. He was doing a lot of foreclosures and selling notes and stuff. So I got a good uh, look into the back end of the business during that time. Wow. How many years has it been now? Uh, that was probably like close to 10 years ago. Because I, I, I worked with him for a good year before I got licensed. And even after I got licensed, I didn't really start selling real estate for uh, probably another year. Wow. So you, you, did all that, you did all that grunt work and then you realized you want to actually be the agent... Uh, Getting those deals. Are you seeing how much money they were making? It was kind of crazy. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, and I was assigned the auction.com signs all across Northern California from like here to Clare Lake to like, I don't know, Clayton and San Francisco, Watsonville. So I was assigned like 100 something signs a month. So I got to see a lot of uh, foreclosures and, uh, you know, and it looked like a pretty interesting activity to do. Uh, and it wasn't, I mean, the market was way different back then. No one wanted to buy homes. So I saw an opportunity to leverage, you know, marketing and just, you know, generating leads, get people to meet you to sell a home. It sounded pretty simple. We didn't really think about it. Wow. And then how did that translate it with building your team and your systems with technology in mind to get to the next level of, uh, of success for your business? Um, I mean, like, so my, my first year in the business, I, I, <clears throat> it was embarrassing, but my first sale was like 62 grand, I think. Okay. $800 check. It was back in August. And yeah. I, had, I had showed that guy over 60 homes. I spent like, I don't know, 30, 40 hours with this one guy to make an $800 check. So I was like, this is kind of stupid. But then I went to uh, Inman. I couldn't afford Inman Conference. So I went to the Asian Reboot, the one-day thing. And I learned about IDX feeds. And no one in my market had IDX. That was like completely revolutionary at the time. I think Zillow Redfin just came out like around 2009, 2010. So just doing things like putting my broker's real um, foreclosure listings on Craigslist to drive traffic back to my own site. 
Uh, and then my own site would have like the really basic, you know, uh, price search. They even, they even have neighborhood maps. You just pick a price and look at everything available then. And then when I worked as a ref and uh, partner agent, did some cool stuff with technology. Uh, so all the stuff I did now just sounds dumb, but at that time it was, you know, pretty innovative. Like I strapped a GoPro to, GoPro camera to my chest. Yeah, at first I had it in my head, it looked stupid. Um, <laughs> but I strapped it to my chest and actually went around and filmed uh, all the properties I went to and uploaded it on YouTube and syndicated it on my site. So I was able to write really funny, stupid um, uh, remarks about the properties, nothing negative ever, and drive traffic back to my site and get leads from there. And then on the website, on the properties that were uh, had a remark on it, it would get highlighted first. So not that much different from like actively you know, doing video now, but you know, we're, we're quality. Wow, that's 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 pretty awesome. How you adapted to that earlier, and then it just took off. <clears throat> kind of like what yeah. I've been seeing with your Instagram page. You've been doing those Insta stories, and literally, I'm 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 sure you're probably getting a good viewership. And, and Insta stories at the high end right now for what's popular, I believe, on the Instagram platform. Yeah, I think like three years ago, all my friends were on Snapchat. It was like Snap more, and I was like, no, I'm gonna send Instagram because people find you. You know, on the good story, I was maybe getting like 30, 40 views. Uh, even a year ago, I was maybe getting like three, four hundred views, but now like because I go around a lot teaching people to use Instagram stories to do business on average, I'm getting like 800 to a thousand views on most of my stories now. So it's been building up. So which is a pretty powerful thing about, you know, anything you post a thousand people will see it in like seconds. Like wow. you posted something and repost this. So hopefully that gets, you know, us some more uh, viewership. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for the share as a liftoff agent uh, featured. For our daily mission report, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, as we talk about tips, things to do, <coughs> what agents could be doing. and what oh, to wear. <laughs> <laughs> this is un- un- unrehearsed. <laughs> I know, really. This is just kind of, hey, the universe, man. It's just everything kind of happens the way that it happens. But uh, so right now, as far as uh, how large is your team and uh, production level? What do you project? Um, so this is my third attempt at a team. I run the E-team for my office, which I keep uh, count that separately. Uh, but right now, I have nine sales agents under me under a mentorship agreement, um, and we're probably on track. Probably do about seventy-five million dollars this year. Um, not out, out of the nine agents, over I think seven of them have less than a year experience in real estate. So I'm working mostly with brand brand new agents. Like there's two people on my team. <clears throat> they, no, since January, they're doing about five million dollars so far. So I think it probably in the year about seven, maybe eight million dollars if they push it really hard. So that's pretty. Success. I mean, that's a pretty big success for uh, a new agent. Wow. Okay, we have the right systems in place. Um, so outside the sales agents, I also have a director of operations, you know, assistant kind of like graduations, like executive, senior um, assistant director. And then one of the sales agents I have on Tuesdays and Thursdays, she's a marketing assistant for us. Help us, you know, launch our listings, you know, brochures, all that stuff that takes a lot of work. Uh, I also have two full two full time virtual assistants in the Philippines. Uh, interestingly enough, I've had one virtual assistant for five years now, but now I split her cost between two other agents in San Francisco. So it takes like $10-ish cost down $3 for me for a full-time assistant. And I have a second assistant um, through, I think, my Altes. No, I should uh, For some, some of our website, I think it was like Upwork. And they also have two full-time dialers. So between my, um, including myself as a sales agent, so 10 sales agents and six staff uh, for our team. But we keep our low overhead fairly low um, overall. What uh, systems or technology do you use to keep track of everything with the agents you have and with the transactions? Um, Chime is our CRM. 
our onboarding calendar is on Google Sheets. So we have this like thing where we have like, 30, like a 30 day program, 30, 60 days. Could be something as simple as fill out your Zillow profile or you know, shadow me on two open houses. So we have that, that way, because every agent has a different time, timeline of when they get started. Some people that have, we sign them on and they actually don't show up for three months, but it's just the personal stuff. So we get that going. Uh, we use uh, Airtable pretty he heavily. Airtable, or you know, we use Monday.com before the post or whatever. But right now, yeah, we like we like Airtable to manage all of our listing flow. So right now, I'm probably actively talking to about 150 100 sellers. Uh, we have, I think we have 12 listings on the market right now. Um, and then we use that Airtable to manage our super lot boxes and open house scheduling. Uh, and then on top of that, we use uh, a lot of stuff. We use HighNote for sending out automated uh, listing present for people who find us on Zillow or upnest.com or Homelite. And then call action is a pretty big part of our business. We have unique phone numbers for for, for sale sign as a number, open house sign as a number, postcards, mailers, anything. Marketing campaigns have a separate phone number for it. So we're able to measure the, uh, the ROI on that. And just, I don't know, I probably use like 30 different tools. It's kind of overwhelming. Uh, HomeBot, I mean, HomeBot is pretty amazing. Wow. Homebot. Homebot. What's Homebot? Uh, Homebot, <clears throat> it sends your client list an automated email every month. It's black and purple color. It's really cool with home valuation on it. And then when they click it, they can actually see for your past seller clients or owner clients, you see how much they can see how much money they paid for the house, uh, the interest rate, and a list of options like, hey, if you decide to refinance, you can save this much money. If you decide to rent out a room, you get this much. Or have you thought about pulling money out and buying investment property? Different things like that. And now I put all my seller leads on that, uh, that trip too. Mm -hmm. Automation is a pretty big uh, part of our business. So where do you see your business like in the next three to five years? Um, the systems you put in place, the amount of agents you have, the amount of volume you want to do, what do you, where do you see yourself? I, I mean, I, I set a goal with my coach five years ago, almost six years ago, like five and a half years, to have a team of 30 agents. And I, I, was, I was pretty close to my, my second run. I had like, 15, 16 agents, uh, but the culture wasn't there. And, you know, I was working and now I actually have a structure uh, to support the growth. I would like to get to 30 agents and at least 200 million on production because the top two teams in my area, which is Alameda County and Contra Costa County, the top team right now is a $190 million team. The second top team uh, is a $160 million team. So with my brand new team, we're already doing close to 80 million. So it's just a matter of putting on a couple more people and we will have the number one team in the, uh, actually, we potentially got the number one team across all three counties here. Uh, not San Francisco, San Francisco is just a different animal with higher price points. Um, because a lot of the other teams, they work a pretty micro area you know, within the county or a couple cities. Us, and we're based out of Oakland, but my agents are traveling to, Tra they live in Tracy. We're, we have no problem going to Sacramento. I'm, I just pulled a deal in San Jose last week. I saw in San Mateo. So we're willing to cover the entire East Bay uh, through, you know, strategic partnership with agents that focus on a certain area. Kind of like how um, like Tim Smith Group in Cobalt Banker is doing in Orange County. Or um, I think Kyle Whistle has a kind of similar format too. Because now the thing about teams is everyone knows that teams perform better. Consumers are okay with teams. You go to the Tom Ferry Summit, it's all about mega teams. And people understand that the, there's a high demand uh, and high touch that you can only get with a team. Yeah. So I've got, got a question really quick for you. A little off script, but something that came top of mind. What's your thoughts about when you first get in the business and you're trying to grow your own business and you want to 
try to work everywhere, would you recommend like geolocation one area and then and then going out from that area? I would, I would like focus on, I mean, I think someone should get a mentor, get on a team to, to launch your business, kind of like speed, speed training. Um, I would focus on doing open houses in the, in your close area. So you're, you know, the time to set up for that is, um, it takes a while, but I would, I would take business anywhere you can get it. Cause if, if you're taking business anywhere, it's probably a referral and then you need to just, I think too many agents are too focused on being hyper local and building the brand. I you know the consumer determines what your brand is. The brand is what people talk about when you're not in the room. You can't tell me, okay, I'm this great. Well, I'm a luxury agent. Well, no, you're not. Cause you're just saying you are. Um, you should you should do business wherever it takes you, but then you want to um, take open houses and opportunities and focus a little inner. Because I, I think nine dev agents are focusing on doing the deals so they get the experience. Every experience, every person you close is another referral network, kind of like SpiderWeb. Every deal you close, regardless of location, is more reviews for your account. So if you're focusing on just doing one or two here, then you're not able to scale business. Like for me, when I first started doing business, like my, my goal is just to do as many deals as possible. And, and you know, by my third, fourth, and as a new agent, uh, I did about 24 deals my first year, 25 my second year. But the third year, I really took off. Um, third year, I did about 52 deals. I partnered with Redfin uh, as a partner agent when it was sending me leads. I actually won the Rockstar Award that year across all four counties as the number one uh, unit count for their program, um, which was huge because then I got a ton of reviews. And those ton of reviews translate into just more connections and yeah. building. Uh, and, you know, like, and then the third, fourth, fifth year in business in Oakland, I was the number one unit count buyer's agent. So I didn't really care what my price point was. I think my second, third, fourth year, my average price point was like 200 grand to 300 grand. Like, uh, in the day, like the, the mar- profit margins were slimmer, but I was able to get, you know, get in front of a lot of people all the time. Um, I think that's what new agents need to do more so. So talking about new agents also, um, you being a new agent, did you read any books, any, do any programs when you first started out? Uh, listen to anything that helped kind of get you going on the right path. Yeah. How did you find your coach. Yeah, the two books that really resonated with me early on. I, I remember, I mean, the red book, Gary Keller, of course, you know, that's a staple. But the the biggest book I read thing was the 10x rule by Gart Frank Codon. Um, just and then the Unbeatable Mind. I forgot the name of it. But it was like a has a wolf on it. I think the guy was in the Marines. But it's just the mindset of what you can accomplish whatever you set yourself to do. Uh, so. Uh, and then I was, I mean, I was reading Inman News and Tech Savvy Agent by Chris Smith every single day. I read every single article. Uh, so I don't, I don't think people are studying. Like I, I work with a lot of new agents. None of them are really studying what's going on in the market. They're just going about their day doing a deal here and there. And, and that's why it's hard to um, scale, which is nothing wrong with that. They're going to earn a lot of money, um, you know, working on a team. But if you really want to build a business, you need to know what's going on around your in the outside world to you know, industry news. Yeah. Totally agree. Awesome. Fantastic. So, uh, so now we're coming to the end of the show. Is there anything that you want to, uh, you know, say to agents out there for maybe a tip or something to think about? And of course the floor is open. So anything that you want to uh, say? I mean, I'm on Instagram, Kenny and Square eat, uh, fast. I share tips about my, uh, how to do business every day. Love to connect with you guys in the San Francisco, Alameda, Contra Costa, South Bay area. Uh, you know, just send me a DM and check out lift off agents so we can uh, see more of each other. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, really appreciate your time. Um, August also is with AM Marketing, so you can check him out as well. He does all the behind the scenes with a Facebook, Instagram ads, and also has a social media agency as well. And it's all about here at uh, Real Estate First Technology to give back, support, help, share the wealth so we can all be successful at the end of the day. So thank you so much. We really well, appreciate you, Kenny. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, 
It was? Okay. Did we, also, did we hit our 15 minutes? <laughs> that, that's not like five minutes. Okay. All right, you guys. Awesome. You have a fantastic rest of your day. Thanks again. We appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Welcome. I'm Norman Kinsey, your host here with Real Estate vs. Technology. We have our co-host, Mr. Dan Gandy. Welcome, Dan. We're both here with Liftoff Agent at today's show. And we also have our uh, special guest, Heather. Welcome, Heather, to the show. Hi, everybody. Awesome.